Welcome to Weekend in Drama Land, the official podcast of It Started with a KDrama.com. We are Asian culture enthusiasts that are ready to share our passions with the world. Together, we enjoy a blend of dramas, print media, animated content, food, fashion, beauty, history, and more. As best friends in real life, it's only fitting that we get to share our love for crazy tropes, chocolate apps, killer OSTs, and so much more with all of you. So sit back, relax, close your eyes, and let us guide you through the world of all things Asian content. I'm your host, Andrea. And I'm your co-host, Tiff. As a disclaimer, we're native English speakers. Therefore, we are bound to fail some pronunciations. So please don't mind our mistakes too much. We will strive to do our best and learn from our mistakes, errors, whatever. (laughs) In time, we're confident we'll improve. Today, we're on episode 14. What's a career boo in romanticizing cultures? Before we get into today's episode, I want to talk about something relating to our site. This month, a star of a K-drama will be five years old. Yay! In honor of this milestone, we have a special offer for our listeners. Liquidweb.com, and that's spelled L-I-Q-U-I-D-W-E-B dot C-O-M, is a website hosting company that accommodates to everyday website hosting needs. As we are a WordPress website, this is a great opportunity to anyone who wants to host their site or multiple ones. So there are a few plans that they offer on their website. I do want to tell you that there are other services that they provide. The best thing to do is go on their website and look around. This is not solely for WordPress. WordPress? I really can't talk today. But because I said before, we are WordPress uh, site. This works for us and you might like it. We don't currently use this, but it is something that if we want to spread out more, we might. So for the personal uh, plan, it's to host one website. There's 20 gigabytes of solid state drive storage, five terabytes of bandwidth. There's a staging environment, which I did not look up. 30 day backups and iTheme sync are not included. And this plan starts at $29 a month. The next one is the freelance package. It'll host four sites, 40 gigabytes of storage, five terabytes of bandwidth. And this one will include the iThemes sync included. All of them have the 30 day backups by the way. And that starts at $69 per month. And the next one, which I thought was really cool for people that have a lot of sites, but not like too many, but like say you are in a bunch of fandoms. This is the professional. They host 10 sites, 100 gigabytes of storage, five terabytes of bandwidth and like the other one the 30-day backups and the ice themes sync are included it is $99 a month which looks pretty nice there is also the business which is 25 sites 150 gigabytes of storage again the rest is the same with the bandwidth staging environments backups and ice themes sync and that's $149 a month they do have Another one, which is the enterprise plans. This one will start at 50 sites and it the beginning price is $289 per month. So that's a good opportunity, as I said, if you're in multiple fandoms or if you have multiple WordPress for whatever reason you have. And we have something special for you because we are doing this. And that is if anyone out there is interested in utilizing their services, you can use this code Andrea33, which is A-N-D-R-E-A, all in capitals, and the numerals 33, and you will get 33% off at checkout. 
So hopefully you will enjoy it. And now we return to our regularly scheduled program. Okay. So something I wanted to talk about, first of all, is what exactly is a Korea boo? Now, I know this is a bit of a derogatory slang word, but I promise it it does fit in with what we're discussing today. So for anyone who may not be familiar, Koreaboo is a non-Asian person that is completely obsessed with Korean culture, music, and dramas. And sometimes it can be to such an extremity that they actually see themselves as an actual Korean person, even though they're not. So how that ties in is today's topic is also romanticizing the Korean culture. And the problem with that, particularly um, Korean culture from K-pop and K-dramas, is that it's often not a very accurate representation of life and culture in Korea. Dramas are often exaggerated in content material that isn't really, and contains material that isn't really accurate to everyday life in Korea. Now, of course, I am not Asian, I am not Korean, and I've never been to Korea, so I can't accurately say what is realistic and what isn't, but based upon other people's experiences and things that I have read from other native Koreans is that there are often a lot of differences. So another issue is that a lot of people will come to Korea, especially if you have that Korea boo mindset. You're kind of expecting one thing and then when you actually get into the country and maybe you're living there or visiting, you end up experiencing culture shock because everything that you're expecting to see and everything that you had learned from K-dramas and K-pop, the world actually isn't like that. And a lot of foreigners who do visit there with that mindset end up leaving because they actually can't handle it. Now, this isn't like a diss or negative to anyone. It was just a the truth and something that does happen. Not that it happens often, because I don't know that. But the actual reason that I wanted to talk about romanticizing culture, especially Korean culture, is you may know if you follow the news, there's been a lot of kind of K-pop scandals, and it's really been drawn out. And it's been going on for many weeks. And it actually started, I believe, back in December and the media's really been playing up what's going on and kind of dangling essentially meat in front of us and giving us little bits of information here and there and constantly dragging it out but not going into full details. Now personally I'm not going to go into all of like the scandals and what's right and what's wrong. Um, Outside of the podcast, Tiff and I did briefly discuss some of the things that have been going on because I've been following it more than her. So I've been sort of bringing her up to speed on a bit that's going on. And the way that like the news of these scandals has been unveiled, a lot of people and even myself feel that it's really crazy and exaggerate it, that it feels like K-drama episodes. You know, this week's one episode. The next week, go tune in. Here's episode two of 
uh, more details of what's going on is very, very much feels like a mockjong drama. So what I wanted to add is that kind of the scandals are very eye-opening. I want to say, especially if you're a Korea boo, you kind of see that maybe what you were thinking and feeling isn't 100% accurate. So I think no matter where you live in the world, there is usually corruption, drug issues, or other societal issues. And all of them don't make the media. Some we may not even know about. Friends or family could be involved. Because honestly, you may know a person, but behind closed doors, you really don't know what they're like. And I think this ties in also with the Korean celebrities and idols. I mean, what we actually see, and they represent like the best version of themselves. So sometimes, but unfortunately, behind the scenes, not everyone is as good as their image is. And there's a lot of darker things lurking behind the surface. So I definitely just kind of wanted to talk about maybe taking a step back and being really careful not to over glamorize and romanticize other cultures and countries. I think for that reason, especially because as I said, even if it's not K-pop or a K-drama, we're often seeing like the best representation of anything in this world. So it's usually not as pristine as it appears. I mean, some things are honestly good, so I won't say that, but um, just how much is going on in the world in general that we actually don't know, whether it's like corruption, stealing, gambling, prostitution, and other things, and kind of makes you sit back and think carefully of what's going on in the world, especially as Tiff and I are cultural enthusiasts, as we've said many times before, and we have an interest not only in Korean culture, but in other Asian cultures. So I think when you kind of see these these topics and issues coming out, it kind of just really makes you take a step back and think. And that is about what I had to say. I don't know if you wanted to kind of add a little bit of kind of your perspective on this, Tiff. Sure. Okay. So as she said, Kriyaboos. Well, being that I focus a lot on Japanese stuff, they would call people like that weeaboos. And I guess there's levels of it. There's people that, you know, just really enjoy it, but go too far. I've seen a lot of those where they will actually, like, the girls will just like the Harajuku girls, like. And I guess this goes onto the line of cultural appropriation. That's another problem that I've seen where they will have the, the chopsticks in the hair. Although I'm probably sure there's a proper name for that, like for the chopsticks. But like, we're, and they'll wear like the kimono or the jinbei or the other um, attire that is authentically from Japan. Or like, even for in like China, I don't know if they have a term for that, like where people want to be wearing, um, I can't even pronounce it, it's like chongsam, I think that's what's called, that short jacket. But the thing is, that's where people go too far, where they start thinking that they are part of this culture, that they can just take all these things and like, oh, look, I'm awesome. And that's a problem. I do not wear any cultural attire from any Asian country. Um, I just don't because that's not appropriate. It's not mine. I mean, it's one thing if you actually like move to that country and completely embrace uh, the culture. Not saying, not saying to dress up, but to... Um, mm, I don't know. 
Okay, so while editing, I realized that I didn't quite get to flush out my thoughts when Tiff and I were recording this podcast, so I just wanted to add and explain what exactly I was getting at. So I think it's one thing if you move to another country and are embracing their culture, or Uh, Even if you have like some kind of relationship or friendships with people in that culture and you want to be respectful and mindful of it. So I think there are times when you really need to respect the customs of another country. So the customs, that was a word I really wanted to drive home. Especially say you're getting married with an Asian man and you're a foreigner yourself. A lot of times if, um, say, his family is very traditional, they may want you to partake in traditional customs of Korea. So, for instance, maybe they want you to have a very traditional wedding where you wear a a hanbok and anything else that would go towards a marriage that would be specific to that culture. So that was essentially what I was getting at. Not just saying like everyday kind of dress up in stuff from other cultures that might not be your own because a lot of times that can come across very kind of disrespectful. It might be a big no-no. But like I said, I think there are times that it is culturally appropriate when you are trying to respect the customs and you are a part of some kind of culture, or even being added to a family's tradition. So I think there are definitely situations where it may be okay. We're in India. White people, women, are not supposed to wear the sari. However, there is that, and I can't remember the name of it anymore, where it's like pants and like a shirt. There's a name for like what that's called. Like I think it's like short pants. Where that's more acceptable, but like there's certain like sacred things. And that's, like, where some of these weeaboo, kriaboos want to wear stuff like that. When, obviously, it doesn't belong to your culture. It's not part of the religion. None of that. And that's where we get, like... And, of course, there's the crazy people that start running around. The weeaboos, like, oh, kawaii! And all these other things, speaking all in Japanese, thinking that they're cool. That's not how it works. I mean, I like the languages. And sometimes I'll talk about but because I think it sounds really cool. Or, like, it explains something better than English does. <laughs> but, like, I'm not one of those crazy people that think that they are like Naruto or they think that they're um Tokugawa you know things like that that's really bad I think there's a fine line between actually like respecting and embracing the culture and then going to such extremes Mm -hmm. that you kind of make a mockery yeah the culture it's definitely a mockery like today we went to our new favorite restaurant which is the Japanese hibachi. Did I go there because I want to exploit Japanese culture? No, I go there because the teriyaki chicken's really good. I'll suck them up. <laughs> and I eat most of Andrea's miso soup, but that's because I think the food's very, very delicious. If we had a Korean barbecue place, I'd go there too. The only reason why I don't go to Chinese restaurants anymore is because that type of food for some reason has made me really deathly ill. I can't eat it anywhere. I've gone thirty miles away, ate there had food poisoning, so. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I like cool stuff from any type of Asian culture. Like, I have a neighbor who I've met before from the Philippines. I want to try out some recipes 
and make him some since he hasn't been home in a while. And that's what maybe it would be something nice. But like, I just want to enjoy something, but I'm not stealing your culture. Nothing like that. I mean, you're welcome to, you know, go over to Germany where my grandmother's from. And, you know, if you want to have bratwurst, please go ahead and have them. I don't know if it will taste like to you because maybe you don't like the kind of food, but that type of thing. Like, if you just want to try it out, like food and such, that's fine. But don't be going around walking around in a kimono. And don't be having, like, a fake katana. There are people that probably do that. You know, don't be cosplaying every day. <laughs> and don't be, you know, tattooing yourself with Chinese characters or Japanese characters. Because nine out of ten times your tattooist probably is doing it on purpose that it's wrong. That type of thing. Don't, like, go overboard. Don't be nuts. There's going to be good things about a culture. There's going to be bad things about a culture. It doesn't matter where you're from. You know, there's plenty of really bad crap about the U.S. But we have some nice stuff, too. And that's just a thing. Appreciate that the world is diverse. Appreciate that there's a lot of beautiful things about everywhere. But don't go to the point where you think that a foreign country is the coolest thing ever and that you're going to imitate it completely and then just turn into trash. Don't do that. Don't steal away something that is utterly sacred and precious to another culture. Don't violate their temples or places that they pray. Like, if I were to visit anywhere over in Southeast Asia, I probably would not step in your temple, not because I'm a Christian, but because I would feel like I'd be violating the sanctity of your holy places. Like, I'd rather stand outside and, you know, be appreciative of how beautiful it is, but, like, I have mm. respect, and I have a line where I don't want to cross I don't know, like, that's the type of, I mean, you can come over to my church, I don't care, but, like, I feel like I don't want to violate something that's so precious to another culture. That's just my thing. I want to be respectful. So, yeah, so that's basically what we're trying to get at, is there's some people that really go overboard with the appreciation, where it becomes obsession, where they decide to uproot their entire lives in order to think that they're going to integrate themselves into another culture where they most likely will not be able to succeed. And if they do, it will be when people are just like laughing at them because they're completely imbecile. I know that sounds really harsh, but that's a fact of life. <laughs> but maybe it's just because I'm a white person and that's how I view it. I don't know how you that are not white view things, but I like to have a line of respect and not like go bananas. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. like if you were to show up at like the, the Pennsylvania Dutch folk festival and you dressed up in like, attire like that, I'd probably, you know, give you kudos for trying because, like, the outfits are really hot. <laughs> but, like, I would know that you're doing that because you think it's cool, but you're not trying to become Pennsylvania Dutch because we're really weird Germans, like, really weird. But that's the point, like, you know, respect everyone's culture, you want to buy some paintings from the thing, is that's the point, it's like, you go over to another country and you want to buy some souvenirs, you're just gonna respect that they're made by a crafter, for that country and get for that reason not because like oh i'm gonna decorate my room with everything from japan no 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 but if you find a beautiful painting of you know sakura trees because cherry blossoms yeah for those of you don't know japanese yeah like that's fine or if you want to have a beautiful wall hanging that's a replication of something really cool and like from china that's fine too or um i forget it was something in the philippines that was really cool and i forget what it was but yeah things like that like just to remind you of how nice that place is but not thinking that you're going to decorate your entire house in that style because that's just 
not right. I don't know. For, these are just our opinions. We're trying to figure out people and like the line of enthusiasm versus insane obsession. Mm-hmm. Be like, what's an okay and mm-hmm. healthy yeah. amount and what is going overboard and what so is trying to find the delicate balance yeah and between so the two not just overboard but what's considered disrespectful mm-hmm. so maybe to our beautiful listeners you could tell us what you think is the right line to draw because i'd like to know what that is that way i don't cross that line i do my best not to but i don't know i don't spend all day thinking about the chinese boy love novels i read on a regular basis, I read to Manny. <laughs> um, I don't sit around thinking about anime all day, although my favorite anime at the current moment has just finished its last episode. I'm really sad. It was good. It's about a guy and his cat. Very good. But that's the point. Like, We have lives outside of our... Cultural interest. Exactly. Know? Like, We appreciate it. We enjoy it. But it does not dictate our life. We don't try to live as... a a South Korean person or we don't want to live as someone that's in Japan because that's not where we're from and that's not our culture whether it's you know living culture or our biological culture I just you know I just want to enjoy it that's it enjoy it enjoy the food enjoy how like lovely the actors and actresses and the people there are and they're very lovely everywhere on the planet um but that's the thing it's appreciation and admiration but not obsession and that's basically what this whole podcast is about. Just mm-hmm. saying, appreciate, respect, but not destroy. Basically, that's what I'm trying to get. Because, you know, we could really get into how the British wrecked many, many empires. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> that's my point. Respect it. Don't destroy it. Don't try to steal it away. Don't try to change the other culture to your own. Because that happens a lot in mm-hmm. history. I mean, yeah, anyway, you know how it is, people. You know how your culture has been destroyed by colonization. <laughs> so that's my point. Respect it. Respect one another. Don't hurt one another. Don't violate their trust. Don't violate their culture to the best of your extent. I mean, some cultures, you're probably going to step on toes, but it would be by accident, not because you know it on purpose, you know? All right. This is Andrea again. While editing... I realized I just wanted to make clear that we weren't looking down on anyone who may, who may, uh, who their views may fall in line with a Korea boo or any particular activities that could kind of lump you into that category. Tiff and I are certainly not attacking you or even saying anything negative just kind of thought it would be maybe good with all that is going on in the Korean media right now there would be a good point to just kind of be careful and realistic especially I don't want to see people get into dangerous situations that they could avoid I know that we definitely have younger viewers who may be in their teens. So it's very important that Tiff and I send across good messages that are appropriate for all ages. We definitely don't want to encourage or influence any kind of bad behavior. But we thought it was really important just to add that 
no, we are not personally attacking you. If you are very interested in the culture, maybe you like to go around and speak in Korean words. Neither of us are saying anything bad about that. You do you, and you do what makes you happy. We just wanted to stay with everything that was going on in the media with the uh, the K-pop scandals and how so many different people with this one particular person are like connected to him and are being dragged deeper into this disaster. So just to be cautious. For instance, I know a lot of people even like sign up for the language exchange programs. I mean like the apps and their goal is they may be a foreigner and maybe they don't really want to exchange languages so much as they want to kind of use it as a dating app. Again, I'm not condoning the use, but I'm just saying just to be uh, very careful and realistic and mindful of just people in general. I mean, no one is perfect and we all definitely have our negatives and downfalls. So for me, it wasn't exposing the Korea booze in a negative way. That was not the intention at all. And I hope that while listening to it, that you didn't think that's the direction we were going, because it certainly wasn't. But I just wanted to make it perfectly clear by adding this little disclaimer to the end. So with that said, the final thing that I wanted to add is, hey, you know, you're a smart person. You know... You can tell the difference between a good situation and a bad situation. I just kind of felt that with everything going on that it's always good to be educated and know what's going on and just to have a very humble, realistic expectations. Like, don't hold any one person or culture on this pedestal that they're never possibly going to reach or obtain. You're just setting yourself up for disaster and even potentially disaster for the person that you are putting on this high pedestal. So, with that said, just wanted to add that little bit. Just throw it out there. This is a relatively short podcast. Uh, main plan is to try and get out more of these on a somewhat regular, consistent basis. Especially now you may have heard earlier that we had a little sponsor. So Weekend and Drawn on the Land is growing and expanding. And we continue to hope we can keep going with the snowball effect and grow and talk about topics that we find interesting but that you also find interesting so we're not always going to review dramas on a podcast but we'll always find something relevant you know asian wise to bring to the table and just something that we hope you find interesting to talk about and maybe relevant relevant especially because it is in the uh, current news so i think we can all kind of follow and relate to what we're hearing now with that said i hope all of you will tune in for our next episode we have so many great things coming if you've made it this far we must have done something right thank you for listening and supporting our podcast which is hosted by castos if anyone has any suggestions for future segments or recommendations for other shows to launch 
please feel free to leave a comment on the blog. It started with a kdrama.com. If you have the time, please also take a moment to rate this podcast and leave us comments. We are available through Castos, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Until next time, annyeong!